Welcome to the Resilient Joy Podcast. I'm your host, Danae Peterson. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you can find value in what I bring to you here on the podcast. I'm here to teach you to release perfectionism, conquer anxiety and depression, and build confidence and resilience habits so you can handle all of life's ups and downs. So what do you say? Let's get started. All right, welcome to another episode. So I am taking a short break from talking a little bit about my story, which I know if you listened to, uh, I believe it was episode four, I shared some of my story. And I will be coming back to that with part two, possibly part three, and I think it'll just be three parts. But I have had a few people request uh, just through Instagram and things that I talk a little bit about summer motivation and just like staying on track um, with your goals, staying on track with just how you can focus on self-care and feeling good in the midst of kind of all the changes that come with summer break. So one of the things that I have found to be really, really beneficial, especially in the summer, um, not to mention just in general, like having kids like as a whole, is to have some kind of a morning routine, some kind of a morning ritual or a set of rituals that I do that help me just feel like I'm starting the day in preparation mode and just really like I'm just starting I'm starting the day on my terms instead of starting the day in reaction mode so basically if you're reacting to everything then you're not really living your life in a way that feels very good um What I mean by this is that if you are someone who you wake up to somebody else waking you up and basically demanding your attention, then it can really feel by the end of the day like you've had no time to yourself. Maybe that's not true. Maybe you're able to build in some time for yourself later in other times, and that's totally fine. Um, When I say morning routine, this can happen in the morning. This might be something that happens at night for you. This kind of uh, self-care and this kind of attention to yourself may be something that happens in the middle of the day. Really, the time I don't think matters, but I find it to be the most beneficial when I start my day this way. Um, Meaning that when I start the day, this is where I'm starting. So as far as a morning routine goes, this is something that we have to kind of backtrack a little bit and just rethink. And I've had to rethink this um, and just focus on the idea that your morning routine actually starts the night before you wake up. So what I mean by this is that you have things that you can do ahead of time that are going to simplify waking up early if that's what your desire is. Now for me in the summertime, I've got kids in swim team. I've got activities that I want to do. I want to be able to knock out my time, me time, and then also some time to work on the things that are important to me so that during nap time, if I'm tired, I can take a nap. And if I, you know, have other activities I want to do with my kids while Melody takes a nap, I can go and I can take them to do other activities. And I don't have this afternoon chunk of time that I have to devote to myself because I've already taken care of me. Um, this isn't going to, this isn't necessarily going to mean that you're never going to have times that you need more self-care. Honestly, like I've already got it in my head planned to contact my friend who is a massage therapist and just be like, yo, I need a massage like yesterday. So when can you hook me up in the afternoon? Because we need to schedule something. Um, But doing my morning routine and having this kind of set up ahead of time, having, you know, something to focus on myself is going to make it so much easier to have that flexible time later in the day and to also just be a little bit more focused on the things that are important to me, which is showing up with my kids and being present with their activities, um, showing up to do things that they're excited for, and then also just, I mean, for just simplicity's sake, just having a dinner plan, like that is helping me. So I can talk a little bit about dinner plans another time, but 
Right now, let's talk about what I call a sunrise setup. Now, if you are a visual person and you feel like you would like to kind of read along with some ideas that I'm sharing, I actually have a morning mastery ebook and I will link that in the show notes. You're welcome to download that copy and you can utilize this, the tips that I'm sharing here in the podcast. And you can also see them in this kind of digital ebook form. Um, I made this about a year or so ago and I still utilize all of these things, sometimes more than others and sometimes better than others. So tip number one, sunrise setup, you got to go to bed excited and decided. So what I mean by this is that you've got to think about a few things that you're excited for about the next day to come. Um, For me today, I was excited to take my kids to their first day of swim team and just to see them like jump in the water and have fun swimming and just see some of my friends that I haven't seen in a while. Like think about the things you're excited for. If you go to bed excited and you go to bed decided, like knowing that, you know, the decisions made, you have to get up at XYZ time, then you're going to be so much more likely to actually successfully wake up on time. Um, If you think about, you know, some of the times that you have urgent things happening, right? If you have an early flight and you have to be at the airport by three in the morning, it's not hard to wake up. You know, your alarm's going to go off. You're almost anxious for it to go off because you've decided ahead of time you're getting up. So if that's the case, then, you know, just hack that kind of mindset and apply it to just waking up every day, whether it's six, five, five thirty, it doesn't have to be crazy, crazy early, but just pick a time that's the be- the most beneficial for you. Um, if you've never had a morning routine for yourself, this can be just as easy as having 30 extra minutes before your kids usually wake up. Now I'm going to put a little disclaimer in here. If you do have young kids, this is what usually happens. Um, when I've talked to like my clients, the girls that I work with, and just in my own life, what happens is I make the decision to get up early. It goes really well for like a day or two. And then I have kids just start randomly waking up crazy early with me. It's like their whole little bodies can like sense that I'm waking up early and so that they need to wake up early. So that happens and they do that for, you know, maybe a week or so. And then after that, they're just too exhausted. And we've been doing so many summer activities and playing hard and they just start sleeping in again. So if that happens to you, if your kids start waking up, do not give up. It will be okay. Just give it some time, stick them on, you know, stick them in front of the TV, give them a book, read them a book, give them a little attention, get them some breakfast, and then you can still just focus on yourself. And that will help. Okay. But just know that if that happens to you and your kids start waking up crazy early, it's just because their little bodies have sensors and they can sense what's happening. Okay. So that's the first thing. Go to bed um, with that intention that you're going to be waking up and that decision already made. Number two, set your alarm across the room. Now, if you want to be really crazy, you can do what my friend Micah does. And she actually has, has done this sometimes when she has a younger baby, she will put her alarm clock outside the door of her kid. And then her alarm goes off. Well, I think this is what happens. This is what I've done. I put my alarm by my bedside and I have it go off by me. And then I turn it off knowing that in two minutes, the next alarm is going to go off over by people that I don't want to wake up. Right. And so then the motivation to get up is a lot, a lot higher because I don't want the babies to wake up. I don't want to wake up my husband and have him be grumpy. Like I want them to sleep. I want to just wake up myself and have this quiet time to myself. So move your alarm across the room. If your phone is your only alarm, go get a $10, $10 alarm clock from the store, order one from Amazon and just simplify your life. Give yourself an alarm that's further across the room and you can do a double alarm like I did. Um, or you can just use the one alarm that's in a different room and put your phone somewhere else and don't even use your phone as the alarm. 
If you are too tempted to just roll to hit snooze, this is going to make your life way easier. Okay, number three, and this is especially important, I feel like, um, for me right now and when I've had like younger babies, but number three is to set a bedtime alarm. So bedtime alarm, this means that you're telling yourself, okay, this is the time I need to go to bed in order to get X hours of sleep to wake up the next day. I think that we are totally capable, you know, on some on some level of just getting up whenever we need to, if we absolutely have to be up, even if we've only gotten five hours, six hours of sleep. But I don't think that it's healthy to go through sustained amounts of time where we're only getting four to five, five to six hours of sleep and never giving ourselves other opportunities to rest. So I try to aim for seven to eight hours. Sometimes it's a little less, sometimes it's closer to that eight hour mark, but I try to just kind of average around that seven. So that means that if I want to wake up at, you know, nine or at at 5.30, that means that I need to be in bed no later than 10.30 because that's seven hours. I shoot for a bedtime alarm that goes off uh, because I have to take medication at 9.30 right now. And that is my reminder to like, okay, it's time to like wrap things up, head to bed, um, and just start kind of unwinding for the night. If I've been like watching a TV show with my husband, like that's the time to, okay, time to turn it off. Like, and I, sometimes I'm better at doing this than others, but I do feel like it makes a difference when I listen to that bedtime alarm. Um, and this is helpful. So kind of a couple little quick things to just kind of tidbits that I've learned over the years through um, listening to books and reading books about morning routines and morning rituals and just waking up in general. If you hit snooze, there's actually something that happens in your body that makes it so that your body goes back into a sleep cycle. And this is something called sleep inertia. So sleep inertia is that feeling that you have when you're kind of like brain fogged and you just feel like you're dragging. Um, And it just all happens because your brain starts to wake up four hours before you actually are awake. So if your alarm is set for 5.30, then at 1.30 in the morning, your brain is starting to gradually kind of like defrost you, basically. And if you hit snooze, then what happens is your body starts an entire other four-hour sleep cycle. So this sets you back in productivity. Even if you only hit snooze and you fell back asleep for eight minutes, this starts you back at the very beginning of that four-hour cycle because your brain says, oh, I guess it's not time to wake up yet. And then you go back to sleep and then you're jolted awake again by your alarm and you're stuck in the middle of this weird foggy feeling. So if you want to avoid that, don't hit snooze. Easier said than done sometimes, I know. But just just know that that is some of the the science behind that. I learned that from Mel Robbins in her book, The Five Second Rule. She talks about that. Um, And I believe that the Miracle Morning book talks about it as well. Um, okay. So what do I do when I wake up? Like now let's kind of break away from the bedtime routine and let's talk briefly about what do I do for that morning routine, right? So kind of want to start this off by saying that you have to be okay, especially if you have kids, you have to be okay that your morning routine, your morning rituals, whatever it is that you do for you, it is not a checklist of at 5.30 I do this and at 5.45 I do this and at 5.50 I do this. It is literally doing what is going to help you feel the best to start your day. That might be picking one or two of these things that I'm going to list as ideas. And I will tell you, I do not do all of these things every single day. These are just some of my favorites, I guess. And so these are four of my kind of favorites. Um, First thing is I love to have water close by. So first thing, wake up, 
obviously turn off your alarm and I grab my water and I chug as much of my water as I possibly can. So as long as I've filled up my water bottle the night before, usually I can drink a good, you know, eight to 16 ounces before I've even gone downstairs. Uh, having that water is going to help your body to start to wake up. If you're someone who feels like you need kind of a temperature change to wake up, then you can actually put, you know, some ice water and have some ice and lemon water to help your body just feel refreshed, to feel more awake. And that will make a huge difference in just literally physically waking your body up. Um, if you have a, snart, a smartphone, then my tip number two is to keep your phone away from you. Like, don't look at social media, don't go to your email, don't open all of the messages. Um, try to keep this time that is focused on you. Um, keep this time special and sacred to yourself because you don't have to answer to everybody's priorities at 5.30 or 6 in the morning. If somebody sent you an email and you need to address it for work or for your kids' activities or whatever it is, it's not so urgent that you have to reply right now. Otherwise, they would have called you and it would have been an emergency phone call. So focus on yourself. Flip your phone upside down if you need to. Leave it in a completely different room. I know like Mel Robbins talks about how she doesn't even have her phone in her bedroom anymore because it's too much of a temptation to go and look at Instagram, to look at notifications. And the reason that we do this is because our brains crave certainty. And if we crave certainty, we want to go to the things we know are you know expected so that means going to photos going on instagram seeing how many people like to photo checking our messages seeing like oh like we, and we get this dopamine response right right we get this um this happy feeling when we're like oh somebody thinks i'm important so we get this feeling of certainty and we get this feeling of importance and significance so give yourself significance before you get it from someone else. And you're going to do that by focusing on yourself. You're going to feel so much better. You're not going to start the game or the day in the game of comparison mode. And it's going to make a huge difference in how you address everything that happens the rest of the day. Okay, my third tip for when you wake up. Make sure that you get dressed like in something different. If you work out first thing, change into those workout clothes that you set out the night before and just get them on ASAP. Um, I find that when I just like strip down and then get dressed again, I'm much more awake. Uh, let's see. I, the next thing that I do, the last thing of like part of my morning is that I just get out of my bedroom as quickly as possible, especially like in the darker months. Like I know summer for me, it's easier to get up sometimes because it's bright in the morning by 530. The sun's already up here in Arizona. And so it's not hard for me to get up because it's a daylight and my brain goes like, oh, it's like, it's time to be awake. But in the winter when it's darker, or if you live somewhere where it doesn't get light as early, then it can feel a little bit harder. So going downstairs, um, or just out of the room and getting to another space where you can just focus on you, have a quiet place and just kind of like an organized clean space for yourself. For me, this is my kitchen. I just go to my kitchen table and if I am <laughs> on top of my just keeping my kitchen clean, which is my zone of control, um, then I feel a lot better just to have like my book and maybe my journal set out and then I just start my morning over there. Okay, so my actual morning routine. I know I just shared like a few things that I do in the morning. So these are just kind of like first things to do when you wake up and just things to focus on. So my actual morning routine, like I said, I don't have a specific, I do this and then this and then this and then this. I have some things that I know make me feel the best and I know help me. Um, and I try to do those things first thing in the morning. 
And sometimes I add in new things. Sometimes I try something else that I hear about and that um, seems to be working well for somebody that I know or that I just find intriguing. But a few of the things that I do right now, I have a vision that I recorded where I took basically my goals and the things that I want to achieve for this year and just some of the things that I hope for my life um, to come in the next 20 years, 10 years, five years, two months, like whatever it is. And I recorded myself in a voice memo on my phone so that I can just plug in my headphones first thing as I like wake up and I'm dressed and I go downstairs and I'm listening to my vision. And so I can listen to that and I can hear myself talking about like this future self and this future to come because that's something that really helps me, especially right now dealing with this whole unknown of cancer is just like to stay focused on visualizing the future and visualizing what could be possible and not to get caught up in the what ifs and the scary things. Um, so I listen to that visualization. The next thing that I like to do if, um, or just one of the other things that I like to do is I will turn on my Spotify playlist. So this is my playlist of those songs that I listen to and, um, I just listen to one or two of them. I might just kind of dance it out in the kitchen a little bit while I'm making my energize. And that just helps me kind of get in a good mood. Um, one of the things that I like to do is I actually pull up Lindsay Sterling, who is a classical kind of pop um, classical violinist and I listen to her music or I'll listen to the piano guys or some other classical music while I am doing some of these other things um, that I might turn to as part of my morning routine. So some of those other things might be reading a couple pages from a personal development book. Uh, this is something that I'm like physically reading the book and I'm going to be like highlighting or writing in the notes. And so I'll listen to some classical music, nothing with lyrics because that can be distracting, but I'll listen to that music and then um, I will read from the book or I will write some affirmations. And when I think about affirmations, um, I have actually had to kind of revamp how I think about this. And so it can be simple as, you know, like something like an I am power statement, but it can also be like a, a, uh, an empowering question or an empowering thought for the day. And so this can be just something as simple as telling myself and reminding myself that like everything is figure outable and like, what if I'm being led to exactly who I need to talk to today to like move my business forward? And what if everything is happening for me instead of to me? Like some of these kinds of affirmations, I read these to myself, but I find that I internalize them a little bit better if I write them down too. So I just have like a super cheap notebook and I will just jot those down um, in that journal. And again, like I said, I don't do all of the things on this list all the time. So just pick and choose some of these things as I'm sharing them that sound good to you and just try one or two of them. You don't have to do all the things. That is not the point. This is kind of like my brain dump of like ideas that I know these are the tools in my toolbox that are going to help me to feel good. And so I will pick and choose what I want to do based on how I'm feeling in that, in that moment, in that day, or what I've planned for. Okay, so um, writing those affirmations and just thinking about my best self, like how would I want to show up today? And that um, kind of goes in conjunction with a little bit of meditation. I don't tend to feel very solid in meditation for a long period of time right now. I think my attention span is just a little bit too small. <laughs> so I actually will just do two to three minutes of just breathing. And if you need some kind of focus music, you can go to YouTube, you can find Spotify meditations that are just three to five minutes and you just listen to that and you just take some deep breaths and you just focus on the breathing in and the breathing out and you can hold it. Like there's so many different patterns. You don't need to me to like tell you how to meditate. Like just go and listen to some meditation, uh, meditation tracks. And there's so many ones out there that are 
just two to three, three to five minutes. And I just start small. And if I feel like doing a 10 minute meditation, eventually I'll do a 10 or 20 minute meditation sometimes. Um, but for the most part, if I just aim to have that two to five minutes, that makes a huge difference. Like in just how I feel when I show up. Um, one of my favorite meditations, it's about five minutes long, and it's actually a gratitude meditation. So it's focused on breathing in and heart breathing, but it's actually a gratitude and appreciation meditation where you're going to be following Tony Robbins. Um, and if you Google Tony Robbins five minute meditation, it'll um, pull up on the YouTube link. But he has this awesome meditation where he just talks about getting into the state of appreciation. And this is something that I've learned a lot from him, from um, somebody that is my mentor and my coach. His name is Brad Bizjack. And he just talks about how if we can get into this state of deep appreciation, not just gratitude, but like actual appreciation and just soaking up those memories of things that we are grateful for, uh, memories of like times with our kids, with our spouse, like with our friends, things that we're proud of, like those kinds of moments. If we can internalize those first thing in the morning, we prime our brains and we prime our our whole beings for this feeling of success and to look for the good. And I have found that super beneficial for me. So if you're one of those people who finds that you are kind of starting the day super negative, I would for sure make sure you do this. Like if you do nothing else of the morning meditation besides this and move your body somehow, then you would feel, you would start to feel so much better over time. Um, so don't do this with just total silence. If you are not someone who can focus in total silence, like I said, go listen to some music, go listen to a guided meditation, and just give yourself that time to breathe and to be present with yourself. Um, like I said, writing down or focusing on those three to five things that you're grateful for um, and just getting those clear is really, really helpful. Um, let's see top priorities. So I have to make sure that I'm thinking about like, what's my outcome for the day? And what do I want to focus on? So like, for example, today, I knew that I wanted to be present with my kids during their activities. And I also knew that I wanted to record on my podcast, and that I wanted to um, do, like, have some dedicated time for my business before we got out the door to go to swim team. So those were kind of my like outcomes that I was looking for. Um, and so that was my priority. Like when I woke up, I knew that was what I wanted to focus on. It was already focused on, um, like I had already written it down in my planner the day before. Sometimes I do, I do this the day of, like if you have a lot of things going on, then it helps to narrow it down and to just think about like one or two things that you can focus on and no more than three for those three priorities in the day. Okay. Last thing, obviously I said this already, but last thing is move your body. Like get your body moving. It does not have to be exercise. If you are not someone who can do tons and tons of exercise for physical limitations or for whatever phase of life you're in, or maybe you just don't have a lot of time in this period of your time in the morning, then do something simple. Do five jumping jacks and 10 pushups. Do, you know, something that you can repeat a couple of times. Do some squats. Um, do some deep breathing, like I said in one of the previous episodes. Like, do that scaled breathing where you breathe in and you breathe out and you do it for 30 seconds. Do something that moves your body differently so that you can start the day with movement. Um, so, like I said up like earlier, and like it'll show you in the Morning Master ebook if you go to download that, the morning routine a morning routine. This is not something that is rigid. This is something that's there to serve you, to help you to feel good. So 
You don't have to do every single thing that I ever listed. I don't do every single thing that I listed on my morning routine. I use these as kind of a pool to pull from, a toolbox to pull from. And I say, okay, I need this today. Like I know that I need this or I know that I want to prepare with this. And I'm going to focus on gratitude and appreciation, my movement and my affirmations or, you know, making my priority for the day and gratitude and my vision. Like I don't have to do all of them in order to feel good. I just have all of these things that I know are kind of my my gold pot, so to speak, that I want to use and I want to pull from. There's not a right way to get up in the morning. Um, Hopefully these are just some tips that will help to give you some ideas and can help you to get flexible with the way that you start your day. And just know that like really the whole purpose of a morning routine is that you're starting the day for you. You're starting the day in a place that you are focused on yourself, focused on how you want to feel and just making sure that you are your best self before you have to go and respond to everybody else. Uh, There is a quote There's a picture, a meme that basically says, you know, instead of focusing on pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring from your cup until you're totally empty, which I will say like sometimes as, especially as moms, sometimes we pour and we, sometimes we fill our cup and then we pour and we're totally empty and we're just pouring from an empty cup by the end of the day. Sometimes life is crazy, but overall, if you focus on pouring into your cup first, then you're going to overflow. And it's going to become this overflow instead of just a glass that was half full and then you're pouring and then suddenly it's empty and it's only 1230. Like let's focus on filling our cups so much that they overflow and then we can focus on pouring into others after that. So if you found this helpful, please, please, please share me, um, share one of your favorite things that you're going to try and incorporate into your morning routine or your rituals. Um, and tag me when you share that. Like I said, feel free to head to the notes and you'll be able to download the Morning Mastery ebook. And I hope that you try it out and that you pull from this set of tips and find something that can help you this summer to just feel like you're starting the day present and in control of the day, um, in control of the way that you're choosing to respond to the day. And that this helps you to feel like your best self and just to find more joy daily. So talk to you guys soon and thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me on the Resilient Joy podcast. Be sure to subscribe, share your favorite moment with your tribe on Instagram, tag me at myjoyfitjourney, and if you have a moment, leave me a brief review. Until next time, keep creating your pockets of joy every day.